Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on today's episode, we have a very special couple who's actually joining us live on location from just outside of Belfast in Northern Ireland. And we've actually never had anyone from Northern Ireland on the show before, so super excited to have our guests today, Nigel and Martha. Uh, they're going to be sharing a little bit more about their uh, travels, about their travel blog, about their new journey as parents. And by the way, if you're listening to this, you might actually uh, hear uh, the young youngster, the baby in the background. And uh, because I'm a dad of three kids, you might actually see my uh, kids running around in the background too. But hey, that's the joy of uh, being a parent and working. <laughs> so uh, Nigel and uh, Marga, uh, do you want to share a little bit more about yourself for the people who are listening and watching? Okay. Well, I okay. start. Or? You start. Okay. <laughs> so um, I pretty much my background is languages. I've always been a language girl, um, and I'm a qualified translator. Um, but right now I'm on maternity leave from my office, sales type job, account management job. Um, so I'm enjoying just the time I have with Nigel and their latest little traveler. <laughs> and yes, it gives us the opportunity to focus a little bit more on the blog and just. Um, exploring around our home a little bit more as well which is very very popular with people people love ireland it turns out i am born and raised in northern ireland um lived here all my life um for 30 years i worked in the public sector um last september i took a voluntary exit was being offered to some staff if they wish to avail of it so with with the baby coming along i thought it was a good time i'd had enough after 30 years of working full time i thought it was time to do something different and also i could be daddy daycare for jonas as well rather than pay somebody else to do it <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a big it's been a big change in my life certainly after working for so many years so still adjusting to it a little bit probably Awesome. Well, you know, it's definitely a joy and a privilege to have you on the show. Um, you know, tell us a little bit about your, your meeting, uh, the romance. How did that start and how did you guys uh, fall in love and get married and have kids? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do this one. So it all basically started um, when I was uh, in Sweden. I had a summer job in Sweden. Um, I worked in a holiday rental company. Like, uh, they rented out holiday colleges. And Nigel has always had a love for Sweden, same as me, and um, he was booking accommodation with that company. And it turns out that I was the one processing the payment. <laughs> and I sent him a confirmation and that's actually how we met. So I'm putting it down to just my excellent customer service skills and his they, winning sense of humor. They would send the confirmation and the uh, directions to the property in the English, I think. It was usually in Danish, even though it was Danish a, or Swedish, yeah. Yeah, so I asked for a translation of the directions to the, the property, and Marta being fluent in English, she got given that to do in the office. So I don't know why, we just started to correspond from there. We just seemed to have a, a link, and we shared so many, so many things, and it developed from there. We actually were just writing for like well over a year until we met in person for the first time. I travelled over to uh, Germany, should move back to Leipzig in I'm, Germany. I'm then. originally from Germany, by the way, I try to hide that, that's <laughs> the truth. <laughs> so I went over to Germany just to meet her, nothing else, and we've been together since, since then really. 
So it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a strange, it's a bit of a strange story how to how to meet somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Nigel's credit card details are the key part. <laughs> now that's definitely a beautiful story, and I know you guys emphasize the whole gap age couple. Uh, I actually hadn't heard that term. Um, I don't know if it's a very common term, but uh, when I checked out your site, uh, so uh, walk us through um, the blessings and the challenges of being a gap age couple. Oh, yes. It hasn't really caused any problems to us as such. Um, we, don't, we don't think about it. Sometimes we think, well, other people possibly think more about it than what, than what we do. We don't, we don't notice. Well, I don't until I look, and look in the mirror. Sometimes I look at photographs and sort of think, what, what are you thinking of? <laughs> uh, we're, very, we're very similar in many ways, even with the age gap. Um, don't know whether I'm immature or Marta's mature. I think we're, we sort of meet somewhere in the middle. But we just, yeah, we just share that, the same aspirations, the same interests, and that's very important. Um, the only time it gets interesting is maybe when my mom's over here and we like book into a hotel or something and they yeah. give me the room, the key to the single room and give them they the assume key that to I, the double that room. Marcus mother and I are the couple. <laughs> so yeah, but we've just learned to laugh at those sort of situations. Well, they ask me if my, my daughter wants anything in a restaurant. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that is funny, that is funny. And I'm not going to ask you your ages, but uh, unless you want to share. Uh, but I'm curious to know about the rough age gap. It's 21 years. 21 years, okay. So yeah, that's amazing. Um, me and my wife, uh, we're eight years. And uh, I think um, uh, I'm, uh, I'm 40 and uh, she's 32. But I actually think she's much more mature than me. <laughs> so. <laughs> I think that's normal, really. Usually, usually, is the wife is more mature. Yeah. So I think as long as uh, you know, um, you guys are on the same wavelength, similar personalities. At the end of the day, age is just a number, right? Uh, we could be with somebody the same age and not share anything in common. Like we share the same taste in where we travel to, even what sort of homes we want to live in. Just everything. Watch the same programs, like the same music, like the same food. It's just. It's weird. It's a there's, too many, weird. there's too many things in common for it to be to be true, actually. You were meant to be. It was like it was a match yeah. made happen, literally. If it, was a, if it was a movie, nobody would believe it, probably. <laughs> so, Nigel and Martha, I'm interested about um, your travels. Uh, walk us through your travels and, uh, you know, some of the major countries and continents you guys have visited so far. Can I start okay. on how it started okay. maybe a little bit? Mm -hmm. So uh, basically it started because um, we were on an American road trip in 2013. We had talked about it for two or three years, mm -hmm. but with working full time, it was difficult to find enough time to devote to it. Um, basically, um, Nigel's a very keen photographer and a very keen Facebooker. So <laughs> every, every day we'd sort of put on a summary of what we'd done and photos just to make people really, really jealous. And um, one of my friends actually from, from way back when I was an au pair on Gran Canaria, she saw those posts and she now works for an online travel company. So she asked us to, she asked us basically to write for their blog. And that's how it all started. Then we made our website and YouTube channel, and all that evolved, um, evolved from that. And but with, that with, with that first road trip, it was sort of like a, a life-changing thing, really. I'd done, I'd done a road trip in the US back in 1992, and I'd always 
plan to go back, but life got in the way. He's he, he can plan a mean road trip. Like that's his so he, he's really, really good at it. We spent three weeks touring the Southwest. <laughs> San Francisco, Arizona, Colorado, Utah, Nevada, Southern California. Like we, we took as much in as we could. And it was so good. We came back and more or less booked another trip immediately <laughs> for the following May. And then while we were there the following May we thought Maybe we should come back the next May and get married here. Maybe, we should, maybe we should get married here just to have an excuse to come back. <laughs> so we had we had three US road trips inside 20, 20 months basically. So um, that's that's for us was the end of beach beach no, vacation. Just and... just going to a beach and lying there for two weeks. You don't remember anything. After you come back, you don't you just be lying there for two weeks. You've got a nice suntan and you don't have the same memories though. Whenever you do a road trip. You see so much, you can remember so many details and it just sticks in your mind so much longer and we always try to encourage people to try and do something different. If it doesn't doesn't have to be all a road trip, it could be one week at a at a beach at a hotel and then spend a week travelling around. But I think we should you should always try and see a little bit more of the country, learn learn more about it. And in the process of that, I mean we travelled places, we were uh, we were in the Norwegian Arctic on the Foten Islands, which was one of our favorite trips because it was just so different and not many people go there. Because um, everybody goes to Iceland now. Iceland, just okay. everything you see now is Iceland. And it's, from what I've heard, it's there's too many tourists now. You go to the attractions and you can't you can't see anything. Whereas the Foten Islands, to me, are probably more beautiful even. And they're relatively unknown. So we were one of the first people that we had ever seen who had actually traveled you'd ever travel there so we like we like sort of going different out of the way places that people maybe don't know as much about and trying to, to uh, promote them and then also um while we were publishing articles we realized that with nigel's background being in northern ireland and my background being in germany we realized that we both actually originate from places that are beautiful and yet not very discovered so to speak um, the parts we were from, Martin's from the centre of Germany, which people go to go to Germany, they go to Munich, they go to Berlin, but she's from the centre of the mountain area, which German tourists would go to, but not many outsiders would go to. So so we made it our mission a little bit, and I, I've grown very fond of Northern Ireland, actually. Um, when I was back in, in university, I wrote my dissertation about post-crisis tourism in Northern Ireland and Colombia. So... Um, that's come, become a bit of a passion of mine, like of, and Nigel, obviously. It's always been in his interest to promote Northern Ireland and show people just how beautiful it is and that it's maybe that it's not dangerous at all the way it is perceived by many. It's not. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm actually in Colombia at the time of the interview, and, uh, you know, Colombia obviously gets a bad rep <laughs> on Netflix and on uh, you know, the media, uh, movies, etc. And, uh, you know, we're actually absolutely loving Colombia. And I and think one of, one of like in the center of it all. <laughs> yeah, one of our roles definitely as travel bloggers, travel influencers, is to change uh, the media stereotype and show them what it's really like uh, through yeah. our videos, through yeah. our photos, through our social media posts, through our blog posts. Uh, so I'm interested uh, to know more about Babe Reasoning. Uh, so that is your website, your blog. Uh, walk us through some of the major themes and topics you guys are writing about on there. Basically, what we just touched on already. We began. We sort of we sort of thought our U.S. road trips would be our big 
selling point and going to places like the Lofoten Islands, all the sort of glamorous, exotic places would be our big selling point. But we find that Northern Ireland is much easier to promote. That's where we get the most of our followers from, like we get nine out of our top 10 articles are on Northern Ireland, which seems, which seems crazy whenever you go to beautiful parts of the US and Scandinavia that we can't get the same connection with people as we do with Ireland, we just, anytime we post anything about Northern Ireland, we get so many Americans especially. So many Americans come here, but so many don't go as far as Northern Ireland. They all go to Dublin, Galway, Killarney. So they see our photographs and they go, wow, it's so beautiful there. We must, we must go to Northern Ireland next time we're here. So that's sort of what... That's a sense of satisfaction, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing, 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 nothing nicer than changing people's perception of where you are. People ask, is it safe to come here? And it's like, it's one of the safest countries in the world now, probably in Northern Ireland. Like there's, there's very little ever happens here. <laughs> so once, once, once they do come, they're sold on it and they go, why did I never come here before? So, so that's, that's, that gives a lot of satisfaction to us. So that's sort of, we've discovered, it's sort of turned into the heart of our website, just promoting places that get a bad reputation or that people are just not as aware of that are not as well traveled. Um, so that and um, Nigel takes uh, photographs. I'm the photographer, Marta takes the videos. I do the videos, so yeah, I'm just in the process of. She's the uh, technical side of anything. I'm not good with a computer with, te with technology, so anything regarding the technology side of it, Marta has to take, take control of that. And then Nigel, Nigel does the sarcasm well, so we try, we try to keep the articles lighthearted. And yeah. Our most successful post was a recent one about 20 reasons not to come to Northern Ireland. Um, sort of people would think, what, this is, this is a bit crazy, someone writing why not to come here, so they open it and we sort of show the yeah, beauty of it, like, so they realize we're, we weren't being serious, like, we're sort of, everybody's like, it's so it's so beautiful, but it sort of gets their attention. To, one of to the look. points, one one of the points was the locals are rude, and we had a photo of a, a sheep a sticking sheep. its tongue out yes. that we taken, obviously in beautiful Northern Irish countryside. We say that the uh, we say it rains all the time. We've got a beautiful beach with clear blue skies because it, it doesn't it doesn't rain all the time. <laughs> the weather is actually not as bad as people think it is. <laughs> so yeah, it gives us that this sort of interest in Ireland, obviously now with our latest little traveler addition to the family. It gives us um, the possibility to do something even while we're at home, while we're not always on the road. We try to be on the road just locally, um, very regularly, and that works out for us and pretty well. Hopefully in time we're gonna connect with local businesses, local tourist boards and hotels and whatever to promote them. We seem to be getting that sort of way. That's, that's our next sort of our next goal we are we have just started quite recently with working full time then having a baby we didn't have the time to devote to it but now we have more time and we're pushing forward so speaking of babies uh, about six months ago everything changed all over again and uh, your new parents so walk us through um some of the disruptions and some of the blessings what has <laughs> happened since your little guy entered the picture in terms of your life uh, your work your travels etc <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the first few months have been a blur, to be honest. 
Mark has always wanted children. Yeah. I have I have three children already here, 19, 21, and 24. So I've been I've been through all Nigel that. was done. <laughs> Nigel was done. But that's when you get when you go for a younger woman. So yeah. No, um I mean it's been great. Um obviously, well, not obviously, I mean some people still travel a lot, but we just wanted to get him well and truly settled before we dragged him out on the road. So his first time on a plane, he was still relatively young. He was three months old, but we just went to see my family back in Germany with him. Uh, we're due to go back this month. And um, apart from that, we've just tried to do as much as possible locally. We have, um, we have three more trips in the autumn then with him. So he's going to be, he'll have flown about 10 times before his, his first his first birthday. So I was, I was nearly 18 before I was in a plane for the first time. So have flown 10 times before his, his first birthday so that shows how times have changed yeah but he's been a he's been a good little traveler so he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't he doesn't sleep he's great he smiles <laughs> a lot but he doesn't sleep <laughs> uh, so uh, i'm curious about your vision going forward uh, so uh, you know you're um, traveling a lot and now you have the little young one uh, walk us through where you see yourself in terms of your life and business and travels in the next few months your next few years and beyond I mean, obviously, our immediate plan is to connect a bit with a bit more with the local attractions and um, local businesses in Northern Ireland, uh, tourism authorities. That would be nice to, uh, yeah, to to promote, to keep promoting Northern Ireland the same way we do. But obviously, we want to keep traveling as well. So, um, yeah, the first step for us would be that local connection, and then hopefully. We would love to do more road trips. I mean, there's a ton of places we'd love to go to. I personally would love to go to Colombia because I have such a long history with the country. Um, so that's sort of on my list of things to do. Yeah. Um, yeah, with me not working full time anymore, it's going to be, I'll be at home with, with uh, Jonas sort of every day. Uh, Marta's taken, she's taken this full year off, which is, which is great. Um, she's due to go back in January next year. Um, we'll see about that. <laughs> she doesn't want to, obviously, <laughs> but uh, she'll probably go back for a while at least. But hopefully, hopefully in the long term, we we'll get things going that will. She won't have to work full time. That even if she was able to work part time and devote part of the week to uh, to our blog and travel and so on and connect with businesses. We're just at the point now, actually, literally this week, where things are just starting to take off. So we're very excited. Like before, that we never had, like Nigel said, enough time to invest into it and um, take it to the point where it is now. <laughs> Hi, buddy. <laughs> but now, just this week, our figures just picked up, and we're just so excited. We're getting so many comments, and it just gives us a taste of what it can be like. So we like to we like to connect with the people who write to us and leave comments. To me, if someone's taking the time to write to you with a nice comment, it's nice to reply to them. But sometimes I spend about half the night replying to people. Like maybe I'm up to like three a.m. in the morning, just replying to people because a lot of them are Americans, so we're in different time zones, so they're still replying to things and liking things in the middle of the night our time. So I think it's I think it's nice to connect, but you only do so much. <laughs> 
So uh, Nigel and Marta, uh, to end off here, how can people connect with you? You have your amazing website called Babe Reason. Uh, tell us about the site and all of the social media if they want to ask you questions about age gap travel, about uh, you know, new parenting. <laughs> That's our niche, Ricky. <laughs> all these months I've been wondering, what's our niche? <laughs> Um, yeah, we have our website, obviously, uh, babyreason.com. So, bay as in C, and breezing as in breeze. Uh, no G at the end. There's a contact us section, obviously. And then we're on Twitter at bay underscore reason. Um, we're on YouTube as well, obviously, Babe Reason. So, I would love if people found us there because I put so much, I put so much love into my videos. And... Um, yeah, it's, it would be nice for, for more people to see them. Um, yeah, and obviously we're on Facebook too, so just all the usual you know, channels. We can, we can send links through to you if you wanted to add them on to the page or anything like that. Yeah, definitely. I'll have, I'll have those links below, so if you're watching this on YouTube, they'll, right be, they'll be right on the YouTube description. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, they'll be on the show notes. And, uh, you know, thanks for your time, guys. I know you guys are busy in the midst of parenting, uh, but thanks for taking time out of your busy day. Join us and to connect with our listeners and viewers. Thank you, Ricky. Thanks Thank you, Ricky. Bye. Thanks, bye. Thanks, guys. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make income while traveling the world, even to remote places such as Northern Ireland and here in Colombia and beyond. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, make sure you join our Facebook group. We're Digital Nomad Mastery Community. It's a great place to connect with our guests and also fellow world travelers, fellow nomads. Uh, fellow parents with young children who love to travel. So thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. We'll catch you in the next episode. Happy travels.